Hello, I'm Sarah Landon, and I'm so happy to welcome you to the Journey of the Master podcast. This podcast was created to guide you to remember the infinite wisdom that lies within you, to reconnect to the master that you already are, and to realize yourself as creator within your own creation of reality. For more free resources and information on our books, courses, and master's class program, please visit sarahlandon.com. I hope you enjoy this episode of Journey of the Master. So are we ready to go? I'm ready. Let's do this. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, if you are new to our fun Friday fireside chats, we are coming to you with this just desire to have an amazing conversation today to talk about the theme for this month, which is coming from uh, our incredible master's class program where this month's message was about the revolution of love and consciousness and how this year, uh, 2021, is going to be a revolutionary year in so many ways. I am sure you are seeing it yourself in your own life. So many people have been in a feeling of being a bit repressed and isolated as we are going to almost a year of living in a COVID world. (laughs) For, For those of you who are ready to really come out and express yourself. We've noticed such a a wonderful movement towards people really feeling this deep desire to integrate all that has happened in this last year and have such a deep desire to express their truth, to express a greater level of freedom in their life as a result of this, what the council calls (laughs) magical cocoon we've been in in this time of COVID. And so today we are talking about this deep desire for freedom, this deep desire for truth. How do we really set ourselves free in our life to be who we want to be and do what we want to do and have the experiences that we want to have? And what does it really mean to live your truth? What is truth? And the truth we're talking about is not the who is right and who is wrong. This isn't about creating greater separation or greater divide or a greater hmm, feeling of what is wrong with the world. This is a greater movement towards truth, a awakening to the truth within you of who you really are and why you are here and all that is possible with your life experience. For many of us, this deep desire to live our purpose and knowing what your purpose is, really feeling this deep connection to the truth within you and the freedom to be everything you wish to be in your life. And so, uh, Sarah Elizabeth, I know you have some special intentions as well for today's fun fireside chat. So thank you for being here. And I know freedom and truth is so important to you as well. Definitely. And the master's class call on Sunday the 3rd was such an incredible, powerful, powerful message where the council really queued this up for us and and began to speak to us about this year of revelation and manifestation and revolution. And they were talking about just what you were saying, of course, about, you know, it's coming out of or coming through further and then out of this COVID experience as we get, begin to move about the world and in ways, you know, really wanting to express ourselves more. And I just want 
just want to remind everyone who's joining us today, if you've been feeling held back in any way, just remember that it's in the slowing down that you actually can go faster. And they spoke with us about nothing's gone wrong, nothing's off track. In fact, it's better than ever. And we know you're going to want to express yourself and, and in ways you feel like you haven't been able to. So just to be that, that love and consciousness in action that allows you to truly express the kind of truth that Sarah was just talking about and knowing your inherent freedom. So thank you all for joining us today. I'm seeing so many people pop on from around the world. I saw Finland and Guatemala and Denmark and Arizona, the UK. I mean, there, there are people from our master's class here too. Hi guys, we see you. Um, lots of people joining us from around the world. And we're so happy that you're all here joining this conversation and bringing your energy to it and your intentions to it. Yeah, thank you, Sarah Elizabeth. And they can type in their questions if they do have questions and we will cover those live today. So please feel encouraged to do so and to participate in today's conversation. And we're just gonna give you a brief introduction. Many of you are returning, uh, returning fireside fun Friday friends. And so you know who I am, you know who Sarah Elizabeth is and you know who the council is, but for anybody who is new to me or to this work or to our team, let's just briefly explain the council, Sarah. I think it would probably be helpful for some who may be hearing this for the first time. So I'm gonna put you on the spot a little bit and I'm gonna ask you to to share your experience of what the council is if you were telling someone that had never come across uh, their incredible wisdom before. Absolutely. You know, I never mind being put on the spot for this because I just follow whatever inspiration comes. And so I would say that the council is the broader wisdom that you truly are. It's everything that is the undercurrent of your very existence in this human life from a grander perspective that is so much more. And when you have those moments, when you're out in awe in nature or seeing an experience that most people would look at in a very different lens, but some, somehow you have this deep sense of peace and calm and understanding. And when in a situation where something might be considered tragic or, or just stressful and you're having a very different like centered, balanced experience in it, that is the energy of the council. That is the energy of your higher self or whatever label you want to give it or not. And so the council is a great collective of human, of, of more than human consciousness streaming through Sarah. And it's just amazing what comes through and, and their messages that allow us to embrace this world and live in heaven on earth if we choose to. Thank you for that. Yeah, really beautiful. If you're not familiar with this term called channeling, we really seek in this uh, community to demystify it and remind you that it's a natural and normal part of our human experience. Those, those moments where you're just in a conversation with someone and you're so connected and so tuned in and so in your heart and so conscious that these words come through you and you don't even know where they came from. It's just a feeling you might've felt goosebumps or chills, but these words just came through. That's in that moment where you are channeling source energy through you or athletes or musicians when you're just totally in the flow and something is just moving through you that is 
you and so much more than you. To me, those are all experiences of channeling. And we have extraordinary people in our master's class community who are also receiving these messages that are guiding people through this time of awakening, helping people to live their highest potential, to create and experience more joy. And that's really how the council uh, came through and to me. I have always been very spiritual. I have always a spiritual seeker, I guess you would say. I had been in my earlier years of my life and I was very into personal development and what's really possible for us. And I was also raised in a very, very Christian family um, that was so loving and followed the teachings of Jesus. And all of that resonated with me. And I had some other questions, right? I, I pursued different modalities and different understanding from quantum physics to uh, Buddhism to, uh, you know, just what is really possible for us in our lives because I couldn't find the answers anywhere. And much to my surprise, those answers started coming through me in an experience that we refer to as channeling with this higher level collective of grander uh, awareness and a higher perspective that we refer to as the council. So if you're wondering what the council is, there you go. And you can find a lot more free resources, channeled information, audios, videos, all sorts of incredible wisdom from the council at our website, sarahlandon.com under free resources. So if you're curious, if you're interested, if you want more, uh, there's a lot more <laughs> free resources there for you. So um, thank you for the opportunity to just share briefly uh, what the council is and, uh, and, and how you yourself might become more aware of these experiences that you have of being in the flow and totally allowing source to move through you and being open to whatever that expression of source energy might look like for you. If you know my story, I was in the corporate world and I was in a very professional environment and I never, ever, ever would have thought that I would leave uh, that world and step into this incredible world of channeling the wisdom of the council. But I truly live a life beyond my wildest dreams because I, uh, it's my deepest desire, mine personally, to live their wisdom in the world. And I can tell you, if you will apply it in your own life, it will change your life beyond your wildest dreams. And we are here to support you in living your highest potential to step into a grander awareness of what is possible for you so that you can live your life fully and really truly love fully and be all that you are in the world. So Sarah Elizabeth, let's talk about truth and freedom and this deep desire for truth and freedom in our life. In addition to many of us going, you know, pretty close to a year now of being in this COVID experience, the council has also shared with us that there's some incredible planetary things going on. There is new energy. There is new levels of consciousness. There is this new earth energy that is here and available to us. And in that space, all of your dreams have come true. Everything you want is there. The joy, the abundance, the peace, the freedom, the love, the well-being. It's all here and it's all available to you. It's just in a level of consciousness beyond what most of us in our day-to-day -day life perceive as possible for us. And so when we talk about truth and we talk about freedom, what does freedom really mean to you? 
what does freedom really mean to you? Because over the many years of doing this work and asking the questions to people, what is it that you really want? Or they come to the council and they want to answer the questions, who am I? And why am I here? And what is my purpose? Most of the time, when people do come to some level of truth about who they really are and why they're here and what their purpose is, the immediate next question becomes, how do I possibly really live my purpose in the world? I'm responsible for all these things. I can't do it because of this. I can't do it because of that. This feeling that we're truly not free. We don't have the freedom to live the life we want to live, to have what we want to have, to do what we want to do, to love the way we want to love. And underneath everything that I believe people really want is freedom. And I'll tell you why I feel that way. When I ask people, what do you really want? And they say, I have all these ideas. I want to create these things. I have this purpose. I have this message. I have this thing I want to share with the world. But I can't because I have a job and I have to pay my bills. I can't because I'm responsible for all these other people. I can't because I don't have the money to do it. I don't have the money to hire the people to help me. I don't have the money. I don't have the time. I'm responsible for all these things. And ultimately, why they want abundance, why they want wealth, why they want prosperity comes down to their true, deeper desire for freedom. The same is true in health, with your body, living at a level of higher well-being. Why do we want that? Well, so we have the energy, so we have the vitality so that we can live in a pain-free body. Well, what are we going to do with that? We're going to experience freedom to go where we want to go and do what we want to do. And we're going to feel the freedom to create what we want to create behind this deeper desire for healing and health and well-being is also this essence of freedom. And prior to this incredible wisdom of the council, I never would have understood that what we are really seeking when we seek romantic relationships, the one, our soulmate, when we're seeking relationships or a significant relationship in our life, most always you can come back to this deep desire for the freedom to really be who you are. I want to be in a relationship with this person that is my soulmate or my twin flame because they'll get me, they'll understand me, they'll accept me, and then I'm free to be who I really am. And then I'm free to experience intimacy in a different way. And then I'm free to really love and love fully and be who I am. And so freedom is such a theme in all the things we want in our life. And yet, most always throughout the day, and I'll tell you the way I experience it, the council really comes forth to offer us a grander perspective of who we are and what's possible for us in our life. I truly believe it is you, they are you, they are me, they are our higher selves, they are this grander collective that is you and me from a higher state of consciousness, a more expanded, expanded viewpoint, you can call it your soul, you can call it your higher self, 
uh, but they see beyond our human experience and they're offering us guidance beyond the lack and the limitation that we experience in our human experience. And sometimes we just don't notice until they bring it to our awareness, how we hold ourselves stuck in bondage and reinforce the feeling that we're not free when we really are. And it starts as simply as just noticing someone left me a voice message today and they said, I can't do this and I can't do that. And I have to do this and I have to do that. And of course, without any judgment, because the council always says there's no judgment, there's no judgment from their side. But I went, oh, that is a reminder to me of being so impeccable with what I'm thinking and what I'm feeling when I say, oh, I have to do this today. Nope, I'm choosing. That's the freedom you have. I can't do it. Nope, you're choosing not to. And it's this one simple shift that you can make of just noticing that you don't have to do it. You're choosing to do it. When you feel like you can't do it, you know that you can choose something different, but you're making that choice. And when we start to notice all the ways that we give our freedom away every day, we really can start transforming our life and coming into a greater level of, of aligning with the innate and inherent freedom that is always available to each of us. And so that's one level of freedom. And then there's a whole nother level of freedom when we start talking about a year of revolution in 2021 and this deeper, important message about being love and consciousness in action in the world right now. So Sarah Elizabeth, I'm just going to pause for a moment because I know you have so much to add to this. Oh my goodness. There are so many things that are always coming up. And I want to pause before I, I say any of those to welcome everyone who's joining us. We're seeing more and more people come on, people across Canada, across the United States, Ecuador, Germany, all across Europe, New Zealand, everywhere. Thank you so much for coming into this conversation about truth and freedom with us today. And as Sarah was saying, you know, we're talking about truth not from a right or wrong perspective, but truth from what is real and deeply known to me and my being. And the council has said to us that it doesn't have to be specific. So I, I want to bring that part up. It doesn't need to be specific where you know with absolute certainty, I belong here with this person, that's my truth, this is my calling, whatever it might be, whatever it is, you have this opportunity to embrace your truth and to speak your truth from a place of love from when you're in your heart and the other is in their heart. That's a, a very important um, practice that the council encourages, encourages us to, to ensure that we're in our heart as we're expressing our truth in whatever way that might be. And to acknowledge that you are genuinely free always to do that. And so sometimes it might not feel like you have that many choices, but you do have the choice to see it from a different perspective. Even something as simple as the way you might look at what we as, as a human society call debt. Well, you didn't choose debt. You chose the experiences that that exchange of currency afforded you. They were speaking to us about this in the grander perspective on wealth that we that we had 
during the week between Christmas and New Year's. Such an amazing series. If, if anyone hasn't seen that yet, make sure you take a look at that. We talked about a grander perspective on purpose and relationships, health, wealth, and the future. And so it's just a matter of choosing a different perspective. So it's okay if you can reach a place where you, you want to be able to see it very differently, but you're just not there yet. That's okay. That's your truth in the moment. And that's all right. You know, give yourself some credit. That's actually something that was very mm -hmm. strong that I love that they said in our master's class call on the third. Um, we want to say, give yourself some credit. You're expecting your experiences to be the way that they were for you and the way that they are for people who are having a third dimensional or a fourth dimensional experience. You've come a long way. It doesn't have to be that way. That lack, limitation, and separation that you might have experienced before isn't your truth and need not be the choice that you make. And so can elevate beyond that. And they said we could literally transform our lives by elevating our consciousness to the place where we couldn't even recall an experience where anything had ever been less than what we truly desired. What if you elevated your, your consciousness out of lack and then you never experienced lack and you had no, no recall of that? Such an incredible possibility. And the most important thing from my perspective to remember is you don't eliminate any of those things from a third dimensional experience. Lack, limitation, and separation are part of the experience in what we often refer to as the third dimension. However, you can elevate your experience beyond them and that's what it means to live in heaven on earth. And that's what it means to live in a fully awakened world. And it's truly a choice. And we have this ultimate freedom to do that. So yeah, that's what's beautiful. coming up for me. Thank you, Sarah Elizabeth. That was beautiful. And if if uh, you can find on YouTube, you can find a about 20 minute channeled portion of that January 3rd message. It was really interesting because we do our first Sunday of the month master's class call every single month. Uh, and for those in the advanced program, it's available via video or audio, the whole message and a live Q&A with the council. And so we took an excerpt of that and a clip of that, and it's on YouTube, um, channeled message for 2021 about the importance of revolution and freedom and truth this year. But Sarah Elizabeth also creates a really beautiful blog under our free resources with a portion of these messages. And you can find that one as well called Revolution of Love and Consciousness, which is a uh, transcribed, written, uh, beautiful version of this January 3rd message about revolution and truth and freedom, which was the channeled message for January 2021. Here's the interesting thing about that. They started off that message talking about so many people in our collective feeling uh, repressed and isolated and not heard and not feeling like they're being told the truth, not knowing what the truth is, trying to figure out what's right, trying to figure out what's wrong. And this, this energy of entropy and chaos that is going on in the mass conscious collective because they don't understand, you know, because we don't understand all the time that we can choose love, that we can choose consciousness, that we can elevate our consciousness beyond this, that no one really can take your freedom away. Right. Sarah Elizabeth reminded me of this in, uh, in a call we had this week, but no matter what, 
ever going on in any situation, no one and nothing can ever take from you appreciation, your vibration, or your imagination. And what I believe we're going to see emerge from what the council calls these magical cocoons of COVID are the greatest innovation, the greatest technological advancements, the greatest personal transformations, the greatest collective transformation and human awakening that has ever occurred in any lifetime. And the council has said that to us many times. This has been happening for us. So you had the freedom all this time to be choosing your highest potential, what you really appreciate, choosing your highest vibration, getting into the highest level of consciousness, using your imagination. They talk to us all the time about how we go into this force field of consciousness that is you, this force field of consciousness that is made up of particles of infinite creation that are always responding to you. And they're responding to what we call these holographic images that you're projecting in your force field of consciousness. Quite simply stated, the image that you're holding in your mind. When you get an image of something and you hold it for a little while, your body starts responding to that. Your body doesn't know whether it's happening or not. So you can be in a fearful place or you can be in the feeling of your highest excitement, your highest joy. And before very long, those cells in your body will start to respond to that. And you start creating a reality that is in alignment with that as these particles of infinite creation are responding to you. And so you don't have to wait for this experience of COVID to be over, for you to be living your life to the fullest and loving fully and being all that you are. One of my favorite things that the council has said recently is this awareness that uh, it was a question along the lines of if you're a person who's followed the law of attraction, you know, it's kind of this question that always comes up. So you can just sit around in your living room and imagine money and it'll just flow to you in your living room. And the council's like, well, if you really could hold your focus, if you really could project a holographic image in your force field of consciousness that was in alignment with the level of abundance and wealth and prosperity that is infinitely available to you, yes, you could draw it to you in any way without having to go out and force an effort and take a lot of massive action. But they said, why would you want to? Why would you want to? Go create, go play, go have fun, go do the things that bring you joy. We all want to create. We all want to express ourselves. And this goes along with truth and freedom. I think what people are feeling more than anything right now is this deep desire to express themselves, to really be who they are in their life and in their world. And they felt like they couldn't live freely. They felt like they couldn't love fully. They couldn't be with the people they love right now, or they couldn't really be who they are because we can't go travel or we can't go do this. And it's an opportunity to remember, right? That no one and nothing can ever take your freedom, your truth. Again, I think it's Gandhi uh, that said, you know, when he walked out of prison, if he was angry or bitter, he, it would like be like he was still there, right? He'd still be imprisoned if he walked out those doors, a free man with bitterness in his heart. 
And so a big part of setting yourself free is coming into truth, truth, not who's right and wrong. As Sarah said, this isn't about, this isn't about which conspiracy is true or what the right answer is for everyone. You know, I have many people in my life that are contemplating whether they want to take the vaccine or not, right? We're actually at a point where many people can make this choice. And it's not about a right or wrong answer for everybody. It's not about going to some source outside of you that has that right or wrong answer for you. It's about you really aligning to the truth and the source within you where everything is known, where energy and light guides the way for you. But I was having this, this conversation about this and it reminded me of just how important your intention is in everything. And when you feel forced to do something, most of the time we end up in the state of victim, fear, lack, limitation, separation. We are in an energy, right? We're in a particular, as the council would call it, lower state of consciousness. So when we put anything in our body from a, a state of fear or lack or limitation or uh, that resistant, rejective energy, right? That's what's moving through your body. You know, the council tells us when you're warring with someone out in the world, right? If you're upset at someone out there, that energy first moves through you. That warring energy, that fighting against energy is first moving through you. And then we wonder why our immune systems break down and why we have cancer and why we have all these things in the world, not because anybody would intentionally in any way create dis-ease or disharmony in the body, but when we know, because it only makes sense that when we come into a state of peace and harmony within us, when our, when our own system is the most important thing that must come into balance, you can come back into your power, you're clearer, and your intention with anything and everything that you interact with in your life on a day-to-day -day basis, how you relate to anything and everything, when you're truly in your power, when you're truly in your truth, when you're choosing from a place of freedom, everything begins to change in your life. And these things that other people struggle with, these conspiracies, these dilemmas, this fear, you can elevate yourself into an experience uh, where that's not your reality. And, you know, this question come up in our master's class uh, integration call this week about spiritual bypassing. And I always find it such an interesting question because if we go to the basis of we are vibrational beings, and as you elevate your vibration, you elevate your vibration into different states of consciousness. This is, this is implement, right? When you are elevating yourself vibrationally to a certain state where you're just illuminated, that's what we've called enlightenment. What do we think of the enlightened person? They are peaceful. They are in harmony. They are one with God. They're in this state of uh, oneness consciousness or the God consciousness, right? They have through their vibration elevated their consciousness to a, a higher state. 
So this is not about what most of us have traditionally thought we're here to do. We've thought we're here to save a broken world or fix it, make it better. And we try to get rid of fear. We try to get rid of lack and limitation separation in lower dimensions of consciousness. And the council says, you can't do that. All you can do is elevate yourself to a state of consciousness where fear is not your experience, where lack is not your experience, where limitation is not your experience, where separation is not your experience. And then and only then can you create a pathway by which humanity, as they choose, can elevate themselves out of lack and limitation and separation. But anytime we are feeling separation, for example, I'm alone, I'm isolated, uh, I don't matter, right? Whatever these feelings might be. And one would say, well, you can't just spiritually bypass that. That's what they're really feeling, right? But you're feeling that because of a particular belief, a perspective that you are creating with your thoughts. If you shifted your perspective to, I'm really enjoying this time of peace and harmony and serenity. And I have so many people in my life that I love and I care about. And I can just pick up the phone and just love the people that I love. And it just inspires me to show up and tell them how much I appreciate them. If your perspective is that, you then begin to create a reality where you feel really connected and really loved and really inspired. But it's because you elevated your consciousness, your perspective, your awareness, that it allowed you to create a different reality. To me, in no way is that spiritually bypassing. That is you elevating your consciousness into a grander perspective because our perspective or how we're perceiving anything is what's creating our reality. And when we are triggered, when we are in reaction, it's a really good opportunity to slow down, as Sarah said, stillness is the access point to acceleration. When we slow down, we can really get into the flow and that's where incredible momentum begins to move things in our life. But understanding that you can slow down a little bit and take a breath, that there is always the potential for presence and consciousness in every moment, no matter what. And when we do that, we can put a little space around ourselves. We can drop from our head down into our heart because usually the reason we're triggered or in reaction is because we've got some story going on in our head. Oh, I don't matter. Oh, uh, they didn't show up for me. Oh, they didn't do what they said they were going to do. Oh, uh, whatever it is, right? That story, it's all in your head. And if you just take a breath and drop into your heart, right? And you go, I know, I know that that person's doing the best they can. I know I'm infinitely loved. That's truth. I know that I am infinitely loved beyond any measure in this human experience. When you know that, then whatever it is that is triggering you can just pass through, but it's the belief behind it, the, the story you're creating in your mind that is causing the reaction and the resistance that you're feeling in your body. 
Now we are so powerful that we can make that true if we want. If you have the perspective that you don't matter, if you have the perspective that you're alone, if you have the perspective that your government or your country is, is repressing you and, and taking your freedom away, it's gonna feel really awful in your body. And you're gonna start responding to that and you're gonna get really triggered and you're gonna to draw to you all sorts of proof and conspiracies of why people are trying to do this to you. But ultimately that's just gonna lead you to feeling a feeling powerless, a lack of freedom, like the truth is being hidden from you and it never could be. And in the moment when you come back into your power and you align with the truth and the source within you and you drop into your heart, you really put some space around you and you come into the absolute truth of you, which is that you are infinitely loved, that you are infinite love, that infinite intelligence is always available to you, that infinite abundance and infinite well-being are inherently your birthright here in this human experience. You can shift your perspective. You can come back into your power. And those things that maybe used to trigger you don't anymore. And you can come back into a place of truth, truth within you, living your truth, being your truth, setting yourself free to really be who you are in the world. But it is a shift in your perspective. And I hope that for those of you tuning into this conversation with Sarah and Elizabeth and I today, that even if you already know this, I hope that it just went deep into your heart as a reminder of how powerful you are in every moment to set yourself free and to stand in your truth and to be the love and the consciousness that you are in this world because it is so needed at this time. So Sarah Elizabeth, I'm gonna pause and turn it over to you here. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And I think it's a wonderful segue into something the council was really emphasizing for us recently and always does. And I think it's a some really good practical application in the sense that you can take this simple thought with you everywhere you go whenever you're having that experience and where wherever you might have a story like Sarah was talking about in your life. And they were really encouraging us to remember that whatever it is, it is happening for you. Nothing is happening to you. Everything is happening for you. And in the moment you can really embrace that, you reclaim your power instead of giving your power over to whatever story it was, whatever situation it was, whatever person or outside circumstances, since there's not any outside circumstances. Like she said, it's all going through you first. There is no out there like we think that there is or that there appears to be. So embracing that from the, from the space of this is happening for me and you might not have the faintest clue how or why on earth or beyond earth, this thing is <laughs> happening for you. Um, but they have assured us over and over again that it all is. And if you can take those breaths and really find that stillness, step back, they said to us, summon the light. If you're feeling any intensity, step back, stand tall and summon the light that you are to fill you up and just breathe, breathe and be. And that is a, is a wonderful encouragement for me and has been really, really helpful in my experience. 
Now, we have a few questions that have been popping up, um, and one of them was around wanting us to speak about, and I may not be saying this term correctly, but Lemurian souls. And so while I don't have any specific familiarity, what immediately came to mind when I saw this was something they said to us in a grander perspective on purpose. If there is something specific that someone believes or feels their purpose is to be, and they actually used an example of, you know, whether you think it's you're here to be someone's parent or someone's partner, or you're here for this particular mission in your in, in your immediate community or whatever it is, or you think you've come from another planet, fantastic, whatever it is. Let that be your purpose, live it fully, and just embrace and enjoy it. Um, and do you have anything you want to add to that before I talk about any of the other questions, Sarah? I think that's a beautiful answer, and I completely agree with you. It's, we are the creators of our life. We truly are. And that's a whole nother conversation about how our consciousness focused us into this human experience and how we're creating our life and, uh, and how reality is moving through you. And remember that this life is like a movie. You know, you are writing the script. You are casting the characters. You're creating the scene and the plot and you're producing it. You're directing it. You're writing the script. This is your movie. And if that's an experience that you want to dive into with purpose and explore, what is this experience of being a Lumerian soul on the planet at this time? What is that? Why does it matter? How do you connect with your Lumerian family? Be in it fully, be conscious, have the experience, live it fully, love it, embrace it, enjoy it. You get to have any experience you want to have for you. And as you live that fully, you may integrate a part of you that is important in this greater realization of who you really are, of this coming into the realization of the master that you are and living like one and allowing yourself to have the experiences that you want to have for you, right? The council would say, if you're Lemurian soul, if you are Pleiadian, if you're Arcturian, whatever these different uh, cosmic collectives that we talk about, ultimately, we all came from source. We all started in source. And so as long as we aren't using it to create separation or hierarchy, as, as you explore these experiences, when you feel to what feels like it's calling you and drawing you in. Uh, this has come up a couple of times this week. We had a question on one of our master's class calls about the Mary Magdalene energy. We had uh, someone else that was asking about the ancient Gnostic texts. And I often tell people, especially when I do the private learning to channel series with people, that sometimes we go on these scavenger hunts, these uh, treasure hunts. And I had a couple of different experiences with this where I felt a deep connection to King Solomon and then a deep connection to St. Francis and a deep connection to St. Germain. And I couldn't get enough of it and I was just pulling it in. And the council explains that is you integrating a part of you. 
integrating a part of you. And that's the very definition of realization, realization, coming into enlightenment, this whole progression to ascend to higher levels of consciousness comes from our really coming into realization. And that is the integration of every part of you. So to our friend who asked about the Lemurian soul, there might be a great gift that is wanting to be integrated within you by you exploring and experiencing that, whether it's Lemurian soul or being a parent or uh, a creative endeavor that you have or a relationship that is uh, lighting up for you and all the energy is, is showing up for you. Let it be an integration of every part of you. And remember that at our very essence, we all come from source. That is where we all began. Absolutely. And that was beautiful. And one more thing that came to my mind about things happening for us. We were talking about, and I actually think it might be Nelson Mandela. And there were a few, few mentions in the chat with what you're talking about. We can truly hold ourselves prisoner with our thoughts. Genuinely, you hold yourself hostage more than you might realize. I know I do, no matter how practiced we are at this. So setting ourselves free in that way is a really, really important experience in elevating consciousness and really allowing all that you are. And so um, someone asked about, you know, how do I, how do I, I think it was release or get beyond my Torian stubbornness. So the first thing, like I would say, be lighthearted and playful about it. That's a story that you have and maybe shift it around a little bit. Maybe someone who's stubborn isn't really stubborn, but they're clear, they're certain, they're confident. Have you ever considered yourself maybe that way rather than fixed in your own way? It really is about the judgment of a characteristic more than anything else um, or, or a judgment that we impart on a story. So step back and set yourself free of that, that specific story or judgment or whatever it might be and let yourself truly be all that you are. And, you know, someone also asked, how do you practice this thought of, of, this is happening for me. How do you come into alignment with that instead of using it as a weapon against you? And I would say that it's really similar. Give yourself a moment to breathe and reframe in any way that you can. And if you can laugh at yourself, just, oh, you know, this is not that big a deal. I don't have to choose something right now, or this isn't as immediate as I really perceive it to be, or, you know, I've seen something that looked like a total disaster before, and this is something that always helps me. I've seen something that looked like a total disaster before and it came together in such a way that I could not have imagined, but it's one of the greatest gifts I've ever received. And if you have even one tiny little experience, let it be your touchstone to help you remember that things are happening for you, truly. Thank you for that, Sarah Elizabeth. Ah, so good. And yes, you're right. I looked it up. <laughs> it's Nelson Mandela, but it's worth, it's worth repeating here and it's worth pulling up the actual quote. As I walked out the door toward the gate that would lead to my freedom, I knew if I didn't leave my bitterness and hatred behind, I'd still be in prison. And that's a Nelson Mandela quote. Um, years ago, I heard that and it just, something in me went, oh yeah, that, that is truth right there. Um, 
your answer was just perfect. What, how do you embrace this idea that everything's happening for you, not to you? And many times in my life, I've had this moment where I'm running late or I'm trying to get somewhere on time. And I had this happen about a year ago. And all of a sudden I am at an intersection and I'm waiting for a train. And why wasn't I one car or two cars ahead of this train so that I would be on time? Nope, sitting here waiting for the train. And from an unconscious reaction, I would have been like stressed and worried. And why did this happen? You know, we have this idea that if we don't find the parking spot at the front and we don't get every green light that we're not doing something right. But I was sitting there and I had this awareness what if I would have made it through that intersection and I wasn't sitting here waiting for the train and at the next intersection, someone ran a red light and hit me, or maybe I ran a red light and hit someone, or maybe something would have crossed my path that wasn't in my highest and best good. And the very best place for me to be in that moment was sitting still waiting for a train. And years ago, I was doing a session with a woman who had this long-standing resentment in her life because of her parents' divorce. And the counsel said to her, how do you know if your parents wouldn't have gotten divorced that they wouldn't have been in a car somewhere when you were 16 years old and gotten hit by a train and they would both be gone? How do you know that what you thought was happening to you that was so terrible prevented a timeline which would result in neither of your parents being alive? And at this time, both of her parents were alive. And I can tell you the shift that I felt and the shift that she felt was like, yeah, we really don't know. You've got to trust in some grander perspective. There is... I could just tell you, I, it, it's not even about trusting the universe or source or God anymore. I know that there's a grander power here. I, I know it in every cell of my body. There is a grander awareness. There is a higher power. There is a universe here that knows who you are and knows where you are and knows every timeline and potential that's available to you. And if you will allow it, is always guiding you in your highest and best good and your highest and my best good in that moment might be being 15 minutes late while you sit and wait for the train, because that is the best place for you to be in that moment. I think back to what at the time seemed like the worst things that ever happened to me. Uh, my own parents' divorce when I was a kid was probably one of the first. Uh, my brother dying in a car accident. I had cancer. I went through a divorce. My beloved cousin died in an airplane crash. Uh, I had an epic business failure at one point. Uh, real estate market crashed, the stock market crashed. I thought all these things were happening to me. It was terrible. They were the worst things that could happen. And if I think back to the things that in my life at the time seemed like the worst things that happened, I now look at them totally differently. I wouldn't be who I am. I wouldn't be where I am. I can see the gifts that came from it. I can see how divinely orchestrated every step was. Uh, 
my life would not be where it is. And you can't change any piece of it. You just got to embrace and know that whatever is happening is happening for you. If there's a business that you're really trying to, and this was my experience. I invested a ton of money into a business. I worked really hard. I, I wanted it to work. I pushed it. I tried to force it. I tried to make it happen. I tried to throw more resources at it and more money at it. And it didn't happen. Had it been three years later, it probably would have worked and been really, really, really successful because certain technologies had caught up and it would have worked. However, had that worked, I wouldn't be sitting here. I, the path, the trajectory, all the people that came in my life, all the gifts, all the opportunities, I know I am so much more aligned with where I'm supposed to be in my purpose. And do I believe that that business didn't work out because source, the divine, my higher self knew there was something that was more aligned to my highest and best good? Absolutely. I just couldn't see it at the moment. And if I would have had that one piece of information, right? Everything is always happening for you. If you can embrace that one thing, you can shift any situation. And I, I shared this very openly in the master's class call recently that one of the fundamental teachings of the council is that there's only love. But I'll tell you like the top ones, at least for me, galore, galore. I always have everything I need and more, which is one of my all time favorite truths and pieces of wisdom from the council. Galore, galore. I always have everything I need and more. And the first time they said that to me, I did not think that that was true at all. And now I can tell you when you embrace that as your truth, it does magical, miraculous things in your life. I know there's lots of people in our community that can, that can share that as well, but galore, galore. I always have everything I need and more. Everything is always happening for you. Everything is serving in this greater realization, integration of who you are. There's only love, right? Everything's always working out for you. And in a particular experience I had recently, I couldn't get to that place where there was only love. I was feeling kind of hurt about something and I was feeling kind of uh, in this energy of like, can I get to unconditional love about this right now? In that moment, I couldn't. And I did exactly what Sarah said. I just stopped and I took a breath. I couldn't get to there's only love. I couldn't get to bringing myself to just be unconditional love in that moment. But I did exactly what Sarah Elizabeth just said. And I, I, I just stopped and I just took a breath. And the awareness came to me, is it possible that this is happening for you? Is it possible that it's happening for you? And instantly the answer was, oh yeah, definitely. Like, yes, I could see where this is happening for me. And I, I just one inspiration came. Maybe this is why it's happening for you. And in that moment, I could totally accept. I could totally accept it. I just that one truth. Is it possible it's happening for me? Yes. And I could see this one very simple way that it could be happening for me. I'm sure there's hundreds of other reasons it was happening for me. And in that moment, I could do what the council says is the instant manifestation of peace in your life or a peaceful world around you. Acceptance. When we accept just what is, if we accept it instead of push against it, 
and be in resistance of it or think it's happening to us. We can just accept it. Once I got to acceptance, I was in a peaceful place. I know this is happening for me. Then I could get to unconditional love in like three breaths. Then I could get to a state of knowing that there's only love. And so I hope that's helpful. But a big part of why we do this is to share how we live the council's wisdom, how we integrate it, because I, I truly believe all this great wisdom is in the world. And yet, unless we really apply it in our life, it's just a bunch of information. When we really apply it in our life, that's how we begin to change and transform our lives into everything we want them to be. So really good question. Thanks, Sarah Elizabeth. What other one questions more. do we have? Oh, yeah. There's one more really perfect one here with this. Someone is asking us to speak more about our journey toward the acceptance of divine will. And I want to sort of stand and challenge that belief for a moment because the council has told us many times, your soul's desires are simple. They are for experience, expression, and expansion. There is no divine will that is out of alignment of what you truly desire. I, that's my belief. There is no divine will that does not harmonize beautifully with your deepest, richest, fullest, grandest desires. Sometimes as humans, this person said we hold tightly. And yes, we hold tightly to specifics. But one of my favorite quotes is from an author named Richard Bach. And I think I'll get it. I think mm. I'll get it right. Whatever you have imagined, he calls it the is, the is has imagined it much better than you have and can, I'll go on to say, and can deliver it to you in full fashion in ways that you cannot imagine. And I'm so eager for this Sunday's master's class channeled message because two Sundays ago, they spoke with us about all of this revolution and truth and freedom. And they also said, surprises are coming gifts are coming. You cannot even think to ask for the things that are coming for you. So perhaps this tiny little shift in remembering that your divine guidance, higher self, the universe, soul, whatever, choose any label or, or again, not label that you like, whatever feels most resonant for you, choose that. And then remember that it is genuinely in alignment with what you have come here into this human perspective and carved out as your specific preference for your desire. And all you need to do is relax and allow that to come to be. Perfect, perfect. Uh, is, that, is that quote from the book, Illusions? It's from Illusions. Illusions is perhaps my all-time favorite book. It's certainly one of them. Um, I love it so, so much. Yeah, beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you for that. I, I think you said it perfectly. Uh, and here's the thing, right? When, we're, when, when we talk about divine will, right? Is it divine will that I quit this job or I accept this job? Is it divine will that I marry this person? Is it divine will that I buy this house? Is it divine will that I move to this place? We get, as Sarah said, so specific about it. All those things are human experiences. 
we are we are the divine expressing ourselves experiencing ourselves and expanding through this human experience and all the different potentials and possibilities that exist within it but is it ever that specific right that you're going to go against divine will right if you if you decide this over this and this comes to that conversation about decisions versus allowing things to be choiceless when we are thinking we need to decide right and especially if you're wondering is this decision in alignment with divine will or not if you're having to make a decision usually that's because in the moment you have created or you're perceiving an experience of lack lack of options lack of time you're perceiving yourself in some sort of limitation that making a decision will somehow end this feeling of limitation or lack or you're in experience of separation i'm separate from where i want to be i'm separate from who i want to be as i'm separate from the money i want or i'm separate from whatever so i need to make a decision almost always is coming from a place of fear we haven't even talked about this yet but oh my gosh the the sense of urgency the council has had about getting beyond fear like really once and for all elevating ourselves out of fear so when you're in this fearful energy that i got to make a big decision what is divine wills what does divine will want me to to decide here i would say divine will wants you to elevate yourself back into a place beyond lack and limitation and separation and fear be in the moment be conscious and be present fully show up and let energy and light guide the way someone asked me this question the other day how do i know if this is the right thing i have this big opportunity how do i know if i should take it or not i just said just show up and see how it feels and then go to the next step and see how that feels and then show up the next day and see how that feels and then show up again and see how that feels it'll be choiceless but follow the energy we think we get so specific we we create expectation and and we think we have to decide and yet if you will just stay in this energy of following the light let the energy guide the way show up and see how it feels show up and see what presents itself to you and you'll know it'll be choiceless it'll absolutely be choiceless but this comes back to what sarah elizabeth said you are here for the expansion of your soul so whether you choose this person or that person whether you choose this job or that job whether you choose to live here or there it's all going to provide data and information that expands you it's all going to bring you into a greater awareness of your power and to get clear on what you really want the it's all going to lead to this expansion of your soul of your consciousness and of your experience you're here to express all that you are you are infinite love you are infinite intelligence you are infinite abundance you are infinite well-being expressing yourself in the world to what sarah uh, was sharing the the quote the council calls it the isness of all that is you're the isness of all that is that's what you are your source your god the divine 
expressing yourself in physical form. And you're either allowing that in every moment or you're doubting and denying that. When you're doubting your power, when you're doubting how important you are, when you're doubting or denying yourself to be who you are, you're not expressing all that you are. And that's when it feels like you're not in alignment with divine will. That's when it feels like life is a struggle. That's when you feel like you're not accepted and approved of and understood. And so ex expansion, expression, and you're here on a grand adventure. You're here, the greatest thing that they can relate it to is on a vacation. Why do you go on any vacation? To explore something new, to have new experiences, to do things that are fun to you, to go someplace that you're focused on, that you're curious about, that you're excited about, that you wanna experience. You're here for all of these experiences. What experience do you want to have for you? What experience do you want to have next? What do you want to experience today? What experience do you want to have today? Just really quickly, the council said something so cool yesterday in this session that they've never said before. And it was along the lines of, okay, when you get off this phone call, what are you going to go create? And the, 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 the thing you're going to ask after you get off this call is, okay, now what am I supposed to do? All right, so now what do I do, right? And they said, take that doing and replace it with creating. All right, what am I supposed to do? Nope, what do I want to create? And most of us instantly go back to doing. Well, I want to create, what do I need to do in order to fix this problem or fix this thing or make more money or attract this, but you know, what do I have to do, right? We're not thinking about true creation. And they said, so if the answer is, what do you want to create? And you want to create more beauty in the world. You can sit right where you are and focus yourself on creating beauty and focus on all the beauty that's around you. You could take the same pink rose that you saw earlier today and you can decide that you're going to create a beautiful world and you begin to focus on this pink rose until you literally morph it into the most beautiful rose you've ever seen in the most ex beautiful experience you've ever had in this moment, but you created it. It's the same with any other thing that you want to create, whether it's prosperity or abundance or freedom or love. When you choose to create it, when you, this is what I'm going to create in this experience and I don't need to wait for anything. I can begin to focus on it in such a way that everything around me begins to respond to this creation energy and you come fully into an experience and a reality where you've just created abundance. You've just created purpose. You've just created freedom. Because as the council has said to us many times, you get more of what you're focused on. You get more of what you're being. You get more of what you're feeling, right? We might say, I want this, but when we're creating the gap and the separation of it and holding ourselves in lack, we're not getting that because we're not aligned with that. We get more of what we are, what we are being.
And when you really let yourself into that energy of creation and creativity, that freedom, that truth of creator, you realize it's all here right now. And through that, you draw more and more and more of that to you. So, so beautiful. And as we wrap up, I know we're a little past our intended time, but perfectly inspired. There's another same book, Illusions by Richard Bach, where he asks, you know, for what is your will? And he says, go forth and be happy for whatever is your will is mine for thee. And so it's just, I, I love, I love that. Go forth and be happy. I command you, go forth and be happy. Um, and it's, it's a beautiful, in quotes in my mind, fiction book by Richard Bach. It's, gosh, I think it's from the 70s. Um, yeah. But it's such a wonderful story. Um, and I just want to make sure as we wrap up that everyone knows if you're enjoying the conversation today, make sure that you subscribe so you don't miss future conversations like this and other things that we're posting from the council. We have lots of opportunities for you to continue interacting. If you're so called to investigate and explore, go to sarahlandon.com. Take a look at the master's class community take a look at our upcoming course revolution 2021 and if it is choiceless for you we hope that you'll join us yeah thank you sarah elizabeth thank you all for being here this has just been amazing i always love our conversation sarah elizabeth the only thing about this is when when it's her and i just the two of us these conversations go like two or three hours and you know we're on a little bit of a being conscientious of time today. So uh, thank you for being here. And yes, as she says, uh, our master's class and our next upcoming live channeled course, which includes Q&A, will begin on January 23rd. It's called Revolution 2021, the importance of love and consciousness in action. So if it feels right to you, hopefully we will see you there. But this has been an amazing, amazing uh, conversation. Thank you all. Thank you for the great questions. Thank you, Sarah Elizabeth. Thank you to Mark on our team who produced this. Uh, I love you all. Have a great rest of your day. Bye, everybody.